All right, here we go. Great. Hey there, I'm Nick. I'm in my 20s trying to figure out life and what faith has to do with it. I've got a lot of questions, probably very similar to the ones you've got. But here's the thing. I'm looking for a better answer, and it's difficult to find someone who can help. So I'm bringing on Kyle, a mentor of mine, who's going to help me find a better answer. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to A Better Answer. And I'm here with myself, Nick, and I'm also here now with Kyle, but with a very special guest. Do you want to introduce yourself? Oh, I just wanted to let the anticipation go. <laughs> uh, I'm glad to be back. My name is Justin Mosteller. And uh, yeah, I'm glad to be back. This is my second time. And I'm excited about it. Great. Because our first time was awesome. So just a little backstory, guys. Um, we invited him on and it was awesome, right? People loved it. It was helpful. God worked through it. And then I asked him to come back like 15 times and he said just, he just said no. <laughs> Every single time. It's like, won't do it. Yeah, won't he was just it. like, no, nah, that just, you know. Not not going to do no, it. No, I don't even remember why, but the scheduling didn't work out, but it's worked out today. Right. Yeah. Right. I'm totally kidding. So, But I am excited to have you on because I'm excited for your perspective. And so just a little reminder for everybody, you, are, you work here at Crossroads. Yep. You're a worship leader. What's something you're passionate about? Like why, why are you in this? Hmm. I'm passionate about people connecting to God because <laughs> yeah. I believe he has life in his hands and he's generous enough mm. to offer it to us. Mm. And, um, and so I'm passionate about that ultimately, but even with that, um, the second for me is I'm just passionate for people to be reminded that they're not alone. Yeah. Reminded that they have someone there with them or someone who's wearing similar shoes. I think the value of I'm not alone in life matters a whole lot. It's Mm. mattered a lot to me. Mm. So I get to do that primarily through music here. Um, I think uh, music does both of those things, and we use music here as a, a place where we help people connect to God, learn about Him, hear Him, also yeah. talk to Him in songs. And by its very nature, when I'm singing with someone similar words, I'm going, oh, I'm not the only one mm. who's feeling this, or I'm not the only yeah. one who's expressing this truth. Mm. So okay. both matter. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I love that. What? How have you seen God show up this week in your life? Oh, Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to pick like, okay, I'll give you a, like the first one that came to my mind. Yeah. Um, uh, I just in a, in a smile. So I okay. like, um, I, I've experienced God in the goodness of my six year old son putting <clears throat> on a flash costume <laughs> and and greeting me in the garage when I pulled in from work. Really? That's and funny. just like just by his nature of joy. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I had just come from work. Uh, I had to go to the grocery. I went to the grocery, got home for dinner, ready to start dinner, realized I forgot something back mm. at the grocery. I had to turn around and go oh, back to the grocery. That's never fun. Yeah, delayed dinner yeah. for everyone else. And so coming in from that second grocery trip. Yeah. I pull into the garage and my six year old is like busting out the door in a flash costume, ready to like go, uh, run the neighborhood as a superhero. Mm -hmm. And I'm just reminded like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's joy. Um, there's, uh, like a carefree nature in a kid. And so my son Weston, it's been really sweet. He's like in a snuggle phase. He's in a, uh, daddy's the coolest and we can hang out and watch football and, uh, hang out and he can read to me at night. 
in his bed and like it's been a sweet space that's fun yeah i love that well that's great um yeah i'm just hey we're we're happy to have you on he's going to be on for the next two episodes after this that's right three total and so unless you fire me unless Unless you fire me after this one or you email me tomorrow and be like yeah actually can't do it can't do it (laughs) won't do it (laughs) so today um we're we, we we were just talking about this before we started recording uh what's on my heart and something I read through, I think it was yesterday morning. It might've been this morning. I don't remember. One of the two, Jeremiah eight. So Jeremiah, he's a prophet, right? And mm-hmm. he, that means like he could hear God speaking and he spoke to the Israelites, right? Is that true? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That he would uh, carry what God wanted for his people. He would carry that out. <clears throat> He'd speak that. Okay. So, yeah. I was reading one of his verses, one of, one of the things he said. It said, you who are my comforter in sorrow. And I, I was just hit in that moment immediately as I was praying. It was like 7 a.m. out on my porch. I was like, oh, God can't comfort me unless I actually acknowledge my sorrow. Like I have the ability to go, no, I'm fine. No, I'm good. God could want to comfort me. He is a comforter in nature and identity. And yet I can still be like, nope, God. I am good and I'm okay. I I don't have sorrow. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I think this goes for more emotions than sorrow, but I'm hoping to talk about like, how do I take down all of the walls between me and God? Because it's really easy to put up those walls. No, I'm doing fine. I know what I'm doing. Um, I don't need help. I don't want others to know that I in any way need help, right? And it can be really deceptive. Like I think even a week ago, if we did this topic, I'd be like, yeah, no, I am fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> and right. And then this, when I read that verse, it's like, oh, there's certain things in my heart that I just haven't acknowledged. Mm. Like I'm sad or grieving this thing or like this thing isn't the way I wanted. I missed it. This expectation's not been met in my life and I'm, I'm angry mm. or et cetera, et cetera, right? There's things we deal with. I, like, I don't think being dishonest with ourselves is gonna get us closer to God. And it's going to keep us from getting closer to others if we don't let people in. Yeah. And I see that wreak havoc on people mm. in their relationships and in their relationship with God. So how do I how do I work against that? I know like God's working in me, but I want to take down walls where I can. I want to be honest and I don't want to deceive myself. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So you believe on the other side of uh, both self-awareness, self-honesty and tearing down those walls that there's freedom a, yes. A different level. That's a of... good question. Yeah. Um, well, is there freedom on the other side of me acknowledging my, my emotions, right? Is that what you're yeah. asking? Yeah. I think so. Like, I mean, if I'm angry or even if I'm happy and putting it down, like trying to ignore it for some reason, like if I'm not acknowledging it, I'm not living a real life. Right. Mm-hmm. So even if I am really in a bad place, I'm not, I'm not acknowledging it. I'm not free. Right. Because if I don't acknowledge it, it's just going to stay there yeah. or come out in bad ways. Yeah. So I think, yeah, yeah, freedom seems to be something that would come out from that. And so you just want to walk around grieving and sad all day, <laughs> every day. No. That's right. <laughs> no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> exactly. That's not what this means either. <laughs> okay. Right? right. I think sometimes we think it's either or. Yeah. Like I know for me, I've been afraid of grief at times. Okay. Like if I give myself over to feeling these deep feelings, it might yeah. overtake me, right. break me. Right. Or I'll be I'll be just I'll be the um the wet blanket 
yeah, and, and right. my friends hanging out tonight. Right. Or, well, you just, you just asked me how I was doing and I don't know if you really meant it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I want people around me to think I'm positive. Right. And to think I see the, the glass yeah. always <clears throat> half full. Yeah. Yeah. And I think at least for me, I am afraid at times of yeah. feeling mm-hmm. the deep feelings. I'm afraid of feeling like, um, anger mm-hmm. at its deeper levels because mm-hmm. I think, oh, I will be an angry person. Right. And so I, I do that even in grief. Like if I feel grief at times, I'm afraid I'll be just a sad person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's true. Yeah. I don't think that's true at all. So the, but there is some reality in that, right? Like if somebody asks how you're doing, they yeah. could very well be asking for just to hear. Yeah, good. Yeah, sure. So then what is our, what's the line of I'm going to be honest or I'm going to be cordial, right? And like mm-hmm. I, even even asking that, like in a perfect world, we could all be fully honest and fully received, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh-huh. But in this world, that's right. That's right. Either like there's there's going to be a gap somewhere. Yeah. If I'm fully honest, they may not. They're going to be like, why are you, why are you telling me? This? Yeah. 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 Or like I lie and be like, oh, I'm great, and they're like, okay, cool. Or maybe they really did want to know, and they're like, why aren't you honest with me? Yeah. You know. I just wish we had a different greeting. <laughs> okay. For one another. <laughs> Hello, it's uh, good to see you. Yeah. Okay. That's exactly right. Yeah. Like, hey, Nick. Yeah. But I'm, well, I mean, I'm like so programmed to go, hey, Nick, how are you? But really, I've got a right. meeting in 30 seconds, so I don't care yeah. that much. Yep. Don't give yeah. me 40 right. seconds. Right. Right. So we have those spaces. We have those interactions. I think mm-hmm. all of those, uh, 99% of the time, start though, mm-hmm. am I being honest with myself? Mm. And sometimes I need a friend to help get yeah. me there. And so it's a trusted friend. It's not the person that I'm behind at the grocery store <laughs> in the self-checkout who clearly is stating they are in a rush. Yeah, yeah. And they turn and say, hey, how are yeah. you? They mm-hmm. don't, I, I, right. I'm not going to tell you. So there is some wisdom in that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And so at times it takes a trusted friend yeah. to help me be honest with myself mm-hmm. for sure or maybe um, to process it out. We need other people. We were wired like that. Yeah. And I also think uh, it starts, though, and maybe the end hope there, even in that trusted friendship, is, am I being honest with myself? Yeah. How do I be honest with myself? And for me, that is um, directly tied to, am I being honest with God? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He's my deepest relationship, Mm. uh, even deeper than my relationship with my wife, Sarah, or my four kids, or my best friends. Yeah. Um, well, it is, then the question is, am I being honest with God? Am I being honest with myself? Yeah. And what am I feeling? What if I don't want to be honest with myself? And what's the point of being honest with God? Doesn't he already know? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I, a hundred percent. Yeah. I don't think I'm being honest with God to please him. Okay. I think I'm being honest with God so that he can bring more life to me. Oh, so okay. I, I don't think, I think I've spent most of my life thinking, why would I pray this prayer? Because he already knows it. Mm. So why would I say I'm sad? He yeah. already knows that, right? right? Or why would I say I want this? Right. He already knows that. Right. I don't think it's to, I don't, I don't think it's to please him or to measure up or mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. like that. I, or to get on his good graces. I think he's going, I want you to have more life. Mm. And if you'll admit this, 
I think we can go to a deeper place. Yeah. So if you'll call that out and spend a moment there saying, why do I feel that way? Why do I want this? Mm-hmm. I think there's more life to that, more freedom to that. Right. Uh, more joy and more peace. And so I think God knows what's best for us. Yeah. So when it's like, I want you to talk to me about this. Yeah. And here's where I get that from, for me. This has yeah. been yeah, the yeah. training ground of this for me. There's a couple spots for me of like, <clears throat> um, when I think about grief, I don't think I grew up understanding how to grieve. Okay. Uh, I didn't grow up with a family practice that said, uh, in eighth grade, my grandfather, who was like um, the the um, strong tower of our family, mm-hmm. honestly, mm-hmm. he was just like amazing. My grandfather mm-hmm. was like, his name was Vernon Thomas Vernon. Adams. I know, nice. Vernon T. Um, <laughs> That's fun. Might have been the first name of my guitar, just so you oh, know, wow. like, or my That's first fun. guitar, my first guitar, the name of my first wow. guitar, Vernon T. Um, I'm named after him. My middle name's Thomas, comes from him, mm-hmm. but he was a blast um, at 68 years old. He's like diving off the high dive uh, in the pool. <laughs> yeah, and it, like, That's awesome. He wore a white V-neck shirt to the pool. I don't know. <laughs> I thought that was cool too. That's but, fun. But he, within a year, he passed, he passed away, 68 mm. In one summer, he's diving off the high dive. He's the strong yeah. hold of our family and things like that. Yeah. And um, and then a year later, he passes away. And other than attending his funeral and attending his services, we didn't sit as a family and say, here's how we're going to grieve. Mm. We just said, yeah. we're sad. And we watched cancer take his life in a, yeah. in a, in a really violent way. Mm. And as an eighth grader... Um, I just watched my mother grieve losing her father. Yeah. I watched my dad comfort my mom. And for the first time ever in my life, my dad cried. Mm. But we didn't have a common practice to say, here's, here's like where and how we're going to grieve. Okay. And that's just continued in m- most of my life. Like I don't, uh, Westerners don't have a space for grieving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and then when we get to know uh, over the past couple of years, um, Jewish culture that there's, oh wait, other cultures, yeah. Jewish culture being one of them, has actually a, a timeline for grief. Yep. Not saying that grief only happens here, but we're actually going to spend time stopping the yep. rest of life to grieve. So for a traditional Jewish family, when a family member passes away, they take seven days mm. where mm-hmm. they don't go to work, mm-hmm. where they don't do outside life, and they come to one home and stay together, mm. and for seven days they grieve. Wow. And I think having a practice of saying this is this is where we grieve, this is mm-hmm. how we grieve. We grieve together. We don't grieve in isolation, and we we give it room and space. Yeah, matters. Yeah, I haven't had that in my life. <clears throat> the, the space okay. was we yeah. have a an hour viewing and visitation that people come to. Yeah, and those can be weird. Yeah. At times. Yeah. Yeah. And then we have an hour service where you yeah. say everything that was good about that person. And then we go to the gravesite maybe mm. and we leave it there. And maybe it's an annual thing. It just depends on the family. But there's cultures, different yeah. hours that yeah, yeah. have this time and space. That's one thing that I've noticed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, oh, I've not been trained in it. So I need, right. I need to do that for myself and pausing and having a time frame. The other thing, the training ground for me in prayer, though, mm-hmm. has been the Psalms. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just, a couple of years ago, started using the Psalms as my prayer book. It's like, I'm going to start my prayers 
by reading a psalm and using that as a personal prayer. Yeah. And what I quickly found out is like, whoa, they are angry. <laughs> the writer of this, whether it's right. David or Asaph yeah. or whoever, is angry right now. Yeah. I don't yeah, have yeah. many prayers where I'm angry. Yeah. I yeah. tend to be like, God, thank you for your goodness. Thanks for everything you've given me. Mm-hmm. Jesus, help me be more like you, a person of peace and kindness. Mm-hmm. I rarely go, God, I'm pissed about this. Right. right. Why is this happening? Mm. And I think sometimes it's because I think that's going to overtake me and lead me towards like sin okay. or dishonoring yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah. But if I let the Psalms actually form me in prayer, the Psalms tell me I can be angry and still honor God and say, I, I trust you, okay. but I'm going to be honest with my emotions. So there's a lot of mm. Psalms that start by, where are you, God? Yeah. yeah. How much longer? Psalm 40. Yeah. How long must I wait, O Lord? Mm. But they often end with, but great is your faithfulness. Mm. I will trust you and call out to you. Mm. When I call out to you, you answer. Like, yeah. There's yeah. both. Right. And I don't think we have a framework for both. I think we we just think, no, yeah. I need to be positive. Yeah. I need to ha- have hope. And a person of hope doesn't ever yeah. experience anger or grief. Yeah. And that's robbing us of the full spectrum of what mm-hmm. God is. And like you said, you said it before we turned this on. God is the comforter. Mm-hmm. And if I don't come to him in need of that comfort, right. I don't allow him to be my comforter. Yep, yep. And I'm missing something right. for that. Okay. Wow, there's a, there's a lot of good stuff in there. So something I heard was, so there's this um, honesty and honor that you see in the Psalms where David could be like, I'm angry and I trust you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, where are you? And I know you're here. Yep. <laughs> and I've had that prayer. Yeah. Like, God, what the heck? Where are you? Also, I do believe you're here and yeah. I, I feel it and I know it. And so, and you've referenced, so you've referenced that being honest with God brings us more life. Mm. And so like I, I have John ten ten pulled up Jesus's words uh, where he says, my purpose is to give them, us, a rich and satisfying life or another translation that they may have life and have it to the full. And so what I'm hearing is like us being honest can bring more of that. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely. Okay. If If I know... What I'm feeling, yeah. Then I can, um, then I can operate fully in that space. So mm-hmm. I'm grieved. Mm-hmm. I'm very sad. If I just throw that away, I don't actually get to fully be sad and go to yeah. God as a comforter or find yeah. Him as a comforter. Yeah. Um, if I just bottle that up, throw it away, then I'm only half of myself yeah. in that moment, and okay. that's not full life. Right. Um, the, the same thing of like on jo- on the joy side like mm-hmm. something brings me joy there's there's uh this belief of like oh n- don't be too happy <clears throat> too happy's bad <laughs> yeah. that's not what a christian looks yeah. like a christian mm-hmm. should be somber yeah. no it should be freaking awesome and we should have yeah. full joy yep and um when my mother passed away my mom mm-hmm. passed away in the middle of the night she was 60 years old and uh was healthy Mm. And doing great. And I talked to her at 9.30 p.m. Oh. And at 2 a.m. I got a call that my mom passed away from a heart attack. It yeah. came out of nowhere. That'd be hard. It was awful. Yeah. And if I just go, well, she's in heaven. Everything's good. <laughs> I believe that. Yeah. I have the yeah. hope of eternity with her. Right. And it sucked. Yeah. It was awful. It's right. the worst phone call I've ever gotten mm-hmm. in my life. 
Mm-hmm. And I had to allow myself to feel the weight of it. Yeah. And it looks different for everyone. Some people would say, I feel that grief right in that moment mm-hmm. um, at this heavy weight. I, I didn't know what to feel when I got that phone call. Yeah. I remember crying, but that wasn't the heaviest cry that I cried in the time of grieving my mom. Yeah. I remember um, the days uh, after that, spending time with my dad, like heavy and yet not able to process grief because I'm Mm -hmm. processing all the details about her service and coordinating for family and things like that. But like eight months later, I'm sitting watching a TV show with my wife. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm watching uh, a show called Parenthood. Okay. <laughs> I'm watching this show uh, that was fantastic, but I'm in the, in an episode, um, um, a parent passes away suddenly in yeah. an episode. Spoiler alert. Sorry. I don't know what season, so I'm not ruining it totally. <laughs> yeah. But at some point, someone in this random TV show that I'm just watching while I'm having popcorn uh-huh. uh, passes away <clears throat> and grief hit me mm. and I sobbed. Yeah. Like I had not sobbed for my wife. Wow. And I remember my wife not going, it'll be okay. (laughs) And me going, I should be positive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But thankfully, a lot of trust in our relationship going, I need to feel Mm -hmm. this moment. Mm -hmm. She hit pause on the show. Yeah. And we sat there for a while that night and she just let me cry. And I just cried and Mm -hmm. cried and cried because I missed my mom because I was sad for my dad. Yeah. And uh, grief came when it hit me. Mm -hmm. And I'm thankful that in that moment, I allowed it to have space. Yeah. Yeah. I paused. There was Mm -hmm. a pause in that moment to go, oh, what I'm feeling is real and I need to feel this right now. Mm. And the next day, if you saw me in the store and you went, how are you? I probably would have said, I'm good. Yeah. Because after that cry, all those real emotions came out and I could say, God, I believe you're meeting me in that. Man. It was good for me. That's hard, you know, like there, it takes real courage to be able to step into that. Right. And like, and I'm even thinking, so, um, even the little things, like, can I tell myself I'm disappointed how this interaction with my friend went yesterday Yeah. or this other thing's been on my mind that because it my, I have this expectation and I'm just upset that either God hasn't provided in my view. Sure. Um, or even what I'm hearing from you is like we've kind of been taught to be tempered. Yeah. Don't be too happy. Yeah. But be positive. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Don't be too sad. Uh, just, you know, be all right. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and we've kind of, what I'm hearing is that we've kind of like, I don't know, um, prevented ourselves. Yeah, we've cheapened both yeah, of them. We've cheapened both of them. Yeah. And the result is what? Like, what? I don't know. The result is n- numbing those things and okay. not, again, yeah. not to their fullest yeah. deal. And, and that's even numbing, man, we could have a whole podcast yeah, on that. Yeah, that's right. That's that's right. Maybe we will. Maybe that'll be one of our three. But I, I think why we're seeing mental health and, and these conversations pop up uh, from big time stars or or uh, or our friends, right? Yep. Because yep. we don't know, am I safe to feel this way? Yep. And we need some people to go, you can feel this way. <clears throat> yeah. And that doesn't, I'm not going to put a label on you because yeah. you feel this way. Yeah. And I, I don't want you to label yourself in this. Right. Nope. Right. What are you feeling and why? Yeah. Let's, let's talk about that. 
Man, but <laughs> it is hard, right? It like, is hard. It's... I've even I've had to learn how been I've been on a journey for about a year now, I think, to anti numb. Yeah. So confronting what I'm feeling. Yeah. Being honest with God. And even allowing myself to feel those things in front of like my wife or my friends. Like last week at my, my community group, um, it was my turn to share part of my story. And I was sharing about my journey with shame. Mm. And I got to the end and I was sharing about how God has blessed me with friends, even the people in the room. And like, I was near tears Mm. and like, you couldn't have caught me getting close to tears even three weeks ago. You know, just there's a real work that God's been doing in me. And so I don't know, how do we even take a step here? I think that's part of like, it's, that's just such a, it feels big. Yeah. Well, I would say I don't want to live with walls. Yes. In anything. Yeah. Like I don't want walls to be up. I want to like be able to roam. Walls yeah. mean I can't yeah. roam, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I like to roam. I want yep. to explore. Yep. So in joy, I want to be able to full the f- fullest tilt of joy. I've yep. come that you may have life and have it to the full. That's yep. what Jesus wants for us. Yep. And I cannot ignore how many times in scripture there's real grief. Mm-hmm. Jesus wept. Yep. Two words. Yep. That verse is very important. He cries over Jerusalem mm-hmm. when he's entering in. Yeah. He weeps in anguish with blood and tears. He feels the depths of emotion and Jesus is our model <clears throat> right. for this right. is how to live fully human yep. and live in the way that God has made us. Yeah. And so the I would say two things like that have helped me. Mm-hmm. Um because I'm prone to say I'm good, because I'm prone to be positive, mm-hmm. all those things are true of me. Uh, if you like look at the Enneagram and you care about that, I don't know. Yeah. I'm a nine, which means okay. I, at times yeah. I struggle with feeling my emotions because I can see all of it or yeah. I just want yeah. peace and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So the two practices for me have been using the Psalms as a guidepost to prayer. Not just in my angry, here's an angry Psalm, but actually every day, going, I'm going to start with Psalm 1, and mm-hmm. today, yeah. on Monday, that'll be, and tomorrow <clears throat> will be Psalm 2. Mm-hmm. And when I arrive at those, go, what is the range of emotions expressed here? Yeah. Okay, God, here's where I'm at. Here's yeah. how I'm feeling. So yeah. allowing them, like Jeremiah, you were using Jeremiah's mm-hmm. verse. He's he's sad in that. Yep. He's the depths of grief in, in right. Jeremiah. And and so allowing that to guide yeah. me in that. Right. Okay, let me, let me give a two-sentence prayer that expresses that emotion. Yeah. That's been a a guiding thing uh, for me in a, mm. in a, okay. that's been the workout room, honestly, yeah. for me. Okay. The second piece is this app. I don't know if I can like plug this app. I don't get paid for this advertisement. <laughs> okay. But I've used an app for the past few months called yeah. how we feel, how we feel. And some would go, Oh, that sounds super mushy. I don't want to do that. Blah, blah, blah. No, here's what I noticed. And I it literally, Nick was this conversation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I have people every day, probably 40 times a day right. come to me and go, Hey, how you doing, man? Mm. Especially us. We work at a church, so right, everybody's right. supposed to care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so yep. they ask all the time. And yep. what I noticed, I am responding good all the time. Yep. Or here at our yep. church where positivity is off the chain. Right. Uh, it's like, I'm great. Right. I'm great. You right. hear even the inflection. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> and what I noticed was I'm not satisfied with how I'm describing how I'm feeling. There's like one word that comes to mind that's good. This app called How We Feel will ping you however many times a day you want it to ping you, and then it gives you a range of emotions in in all the different quadrants. That's cool. And so rather than good, it helps me go, what is good? 
oh, I feel honored right now because I mm. just came out of a meeting where mm. a friend encouraged me. Yeah. Uh, and then it pushes on, now I'm tired. Right. Well, what, give me some better words around tired. Uh-huh. So I've been yeah. using this app <clears throat> That's good. to help me tap yeah. into how am I really feeling? Mm-hmm. And then I have to do the work of why, well, what, yeah. what made that? Yeah. Okay. Let me acknowledge it. Yeah. All right. I, yeah. I see why I'm angry. Okay. Yeah. I'm really angry. Okay. What am I going to do about it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just downloaded it cause I'm going to try it. Cause that sounds great. I mean, if you want to take a step towards being honest with yourself, what a, what better way than to be able to verbalize what emotion you're feeling? Yeah. You know? So I think, uh, kind of to, to end this, um, I want to ask the people listening, a couple of questions. And I think the first one is, do you want a full life? Mm. And I think if your answer is yes, Jesus promises that. My purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. And I do believe that pertains to this life in all of its hardship, because there is hardship. He also promised that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And in the life to come. I mean, the reality is he gives life that is everlasting yeah. in him. And the second question is, do you, do you want to live a life fully free Um and fully, fully alive. And I'm using that different than full life because alive yeah. in my, my head is like not numb. Um, I'm honest with myself. I know what's going on because I also imagine if you're fully honest with yourself, God can have more of your heart. Yeah. As, do you think that's true? I think that's true. Yeah. And so, yeah, I don't know. I think, um, do you want to have a full life and do you want, um, what's my second question? Help me. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want, uh, do you want a full life? I mean, yeah. And then do you want to know God fully is what you're getting at? Okay. Because if, if the answer is yes, then I have to be able to know him as comforter, which means I Mm -hmm. have to say, I've got discomfort. Yeah. If I want to know him as the one who, uh, Psalm 34 says he's Mm -hmm. near to the brokenhearted. That means I have to be willing to be brokenhearted sometimes and acknowledge it. Yes. And so I want to know him fully because he's got full life for me. I want those two things. Mm. Okay. So it's commitment to being fully honest with yourself and really taking a moment to confront what's going on in you. And I'll end with this story. Last night, last night, uh, we were just really busy yesterday. And we finished everything. Like we had, we had a thing with friends, and then we had another thing with friends. And we sit down. Sarah's playing a video game. I'm on this YouTube thing, and I'm just like, my brain's buzzing. I don't have the aware- awareness to be like, I should stop <laughs> and slow down for the rest of the night because I need that mental space. And my wife just stops, like, Hey, can we just can we talk for like the last half hour? And like, part of me is like, oh, I just want to finish this YouTube video. <laughs> and the other part of me is like, there's something here. We should do that. So we put everything away. We sit down, we just talk. And at the end of the conversation, which is just, you know, her being honest, like, here's what's going on in me, in my heart, in my life. Here's what I'm thinking about. Um, and I get to do the same with her. And I, I get to tell her after, at the end of the conversation, like, I really needed that. And I did not have the awareness to, uh, to say that. So thank you so much for bringing that to us. Um, and that's, I, I, I got immediate benefit for being fully honest with myself mm-hmm. was, all right, I know how I'm doing. I'm no longer ignoring, which removes a lot of the threat of numbing. That's right. Which means I'm going to live fully alive. Yeah. So yeah, I hope that encourages you guys. Um, yeah. Uh, Justin's going to be back for the next two weeks. So I'm excited about that. Is there anything you want to end with? No, we can, we can 
pick up this conversation yeah. we were talking before of like, okay, honest with myself, honest with God, and then mm-hmm. how do I be honest with my friends? That'd be good. Like, how do I yeah. go to that how place do with them? bridge that gap? Yeah. It's a big one, or yeah. it feels big. Yeah. Yeah. That's All right. right. Hey, we love you guys, and we will see you next week. See you later.